0: Hello, and welcome to the teaching ministry of Impact Family Church. For more information, including service times and directions, or to find out more about us, you can visit our website at www.impactfamilychurch.com. We trust you'll be blessed by today's message. Aren't you thankful for the presence of God? Aren't you thankful for a church that goes after the presence of God? The Word and His presence, His Spirit, hallelujah, are working together, hallelujah, to take us to a new place, amen. Hallelujah, we need both. We need the Word and we need the Spirit. Glory to God. And the Word and the Spirit always agree, hallelujah. You know, I appreciate what Brother Doug was was declaring there. I know uh, sometimes Brother Doug can be a little uh, rough around the edges, is that a good way of saying it? But how many of you know, sometimes the spirit of prophecy gets on Brother Doug. And if you notice tonight, he was got over into prophesying about what this church would be and what this church would do financially that we would never lack. We'd never and, and when you gotta, you got to pay attention. You can't just say, well, you know, I appreciate it when, when uh, Brother Steve shares or Brother, Brother uh, Mark shares or whoever else, Brother Dan, you know, he always shares a, a cool story or a funny story. I like them. But when Brother Doug gets up, all he does is talk about tithing. Well, did you know the Bible says each one brings his share? There's things that each one of them bring, and I don't—I personally don't think pastors had the pulpit assistants just come up because he was just like, "Eeny, meeny, miny." Mo, okay, yeah, you come up and no, I believe Pastor has has picked people that he trusts that that have have different things that they bring to the table. Amen. I appreciate you know one thing I appreciate about Brother Dan is he's a he's a rallier for prayer. Amen. He's a rallier. He's always rallying us to 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 come to prayer and to be involved in prayer. I appreciate that because that's a banner that he carries. Amen. Well, just like that, Brother Brother Doug carries a banner for tithing, and the Spirit of God uses him to to stir us up in those things, amen, because he's sensitive to it. He's proved it out. He's walked it out. Come on. What did you say,
1: 1989?
0: 83. Oh, 83. That was, that was uh, I had just been born. He's been tithing right since the point where I was born, amen. Well, how I many you know, you can you can pick up on some things from somebody who's walked that kind of faithful life? And he's proven it out. There's fruit in his life, and there's grace upon him. And so when when he's he's gets over and starts prophesying, we ought to we ought to listen up, Amen. And say and notice uh, uh, that that's a gift of the Spirit operating. I need to pay attention, Amen. We ought to be wise in these things and receive of the Spirit, no matter the vessel that it comes through, Amen. Even if it comes through an old boy from Stark, Hallelujah. It's still the gifts of the Spirit, Amen. And and, and I just appreciate that he stepped over and and operate in that tonight because, because it was good for me. Amen. I also believe that I'm hearing from the Spirit of God that there's a few people in here that if you'll start tithing in faith on the increase that you want to see in your job, that God will bring that increase to you. Now, that doesn't apply to everybody. It's not, that's and don't get under compulsion if that doesn't bear witness with you, then just let it go on by and and don't pay it no mind. But if that stirs in your heart when I say that, that if you'll tithe in faith on the increase that you desire to see either in your business or in your job, that God will be able to bring that to you. I think there's a couple of people that applies, to. I don't know who it is, but if it's pricking in your heart, that's probably you. Amen? Hallelujah. Well, thank God. Let's just thank Him one more time. Father, we thank You. We give You glory. Let's just pray over the Word. Father, we thank You for the Word. We thank You for the move of the Spirit. We thank You for Your presence. We thank You for Your grace. Lord, You're awesome. Thank You for each of us. Lord, bring in our share. Bring in our, our part. Hallelujah. Father, I thank You that You've you've called each one of us into, into this, into this this place and into this house and part of this body, Father God. And you're working and moving in us, causing growth to the body. Hallelujah. And so, Father, we thank you that tonight we'll receive of the word. We'll receive the things that the Holy Spirit is saying about what I'm saying, Lord. And I just believe there'll be revelation and wisdom that pours forth, Father God, not because of me, but because of the spirit of God flowing through me. And, Father, I thank you for the grace to preach the word boldly. I thank you for ears to hear, eyes to see for all of us father we just thank you for your presence tonight and your word we give you glory in jesus name amen amen well i want to uh consequently talk a little bit about the gifts of the spirit tonight um, but specifically the gifts of the spirit working in prayer how many of you know prayer is a great uh a great opportunity to to begin to work with the holy spirit and learn how to flow with the gifts of the spirit you know, God can. God can. Uh, you know, the Bible says that He distributes uh, to to each one as He wills, as the Spirit wills. But how many of you know when you're doing what the Spirit wills, you get to cooperate with the things that He wills. And, um, and so I'm, uh, you know, pastor's done some some great teaching on the gifts of the Spirit, so I encourage you th- to go and, and get a hold of that. They're on the website. You can go back and look at them. Uh, if he was to teach this this message, it would probably be a six-week uh, nugget filled uh, uh, experience, but it's probably going to be a one-timer for me because I don't have that teaching gift, but I'm endeavoring to exhort you tonight uh, along these lines, um, but if you're looking for good uh, good teaching, go ahead and get a hold of that. The other thing that I encourage you to, to do if you want to know more about these things is get a hold of Brother Hagin's book on gifts of the spirit, because uh, a lot of the things that I'm going to share on tonight come directly from, from that book. And so uh, anyway, I just want to give you a heads up on two better teachings than this will be tonight. But, uh, but I believe you'll get some inspiration from, from what I have to share tonight. Amen. Um, let's turn over to Hebrews chapter seven real quick. Verse twenty-five, and this is talking about Jesus and his in his ministry. It says, "But he, um, well, well, I'll, I'll uh, start in verse twenty-four. But he, because he continues forever, has an unchangeable priesthood. Therefore, he is also able to save to the uttermost. Aren't you glad? Those who come to God through him, since he, when always." Always. Hallelujah. I think the old old King James says ever, uh, ever lives or always lives to make intercession for them. Uh, And and I just wanted to highlight that real quick because we know this as a church, but Jesus has a ministry of intercession, doesn't he? Amen. Well, how many of you know that Jesus is isn't the only one up there making making intercession? He's also called us who are part of His what body to join him in his ministry to make intercession to pray for for the for those things that he has on his heart to pray for, so that he can cause things to be done in this earth and in our church and in our communities the way that he wants it to. Amen. There's a call. There's a call on us because we're part of the body. His body to make intercession because that's part of his call right he's the head we're the body so if he has a call to do something then we have a call to do something amen amen and it's not just something that that is an is uh could i say this way it's not just something that's an option that you can pick or choose no it's an actual call that is upon your life to to pray and to intercede the way that the way that the lord jesus is does amen he he's called to intercede we're called to intercede he's called to pray we're called to pray amen hallelujah well let's um let's turn over real real quick to ephesians chapter 6 i just want to read some preliminary Scriptures on prayer, just to stir your heart a little bit. Um, In verse uh, 18, it says, Praying always. Praying when? Jesus makes intercession when? Always. I'm noticing something. Praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit. Say, in the Spirit. Being watchful to this end with all uh, perseverance and supplication for all the saints. Amen. Praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit. Amen. Uh, uh, We want to be praying, but we don't want to just be praying in the natural or of our own accord or own ability. We want to be praying in the spirit. Amen. Hallelujah. And um, then uh, finally, let's uh, turn over real quick to 1 Corinthians chapter 12. These are some familiar verses, but just want to lay some groundwork. Um, verse one: If you're there, say Amen. It says, "Now concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, no one can know about them. <laughs> now concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, they are a mystery, even yea to me," says Paul. No. Now concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, or spirituals, I think the original Greek just says that, and gifts is just added for help. It says, brethren, I do not want you to be ignorant. Uh, then he talks to the Gentiles. He says, you know that you were Gentiles carried away to these dumb idols. He wasn't just calling them these dumb idols. He's saying this silent. They couldn't speak. Amen. However you were led, therefore I make known to you that no one is speaking by the Spirit of God, uh, calls Jesus accursed, and no one can say that Jesus is Lord except by the Holy Spirit spirit amen uh, that's a good way to know if someone uh sp- Pipes up with a word of prophecy, and he says, Jesus is not Lord, he is accursed. You know pretty quick that's not of the Spirit of God. Amen. That's a telltale way to know. Brother, you're missing it. That's not the gift of the Spirit. That's coming from another spirit. Amen. So Paul's saying, here's an easy way to tell. Then he says, there are diversities of gifts, but the same Spirit. There are differences of ministries, but the same Lord. There are diversities of activities, but it is the same God. Say, same God who works all in all, but the manifestation is given to the really spiritual for the profit of all. But the manifestation is given to the pastors for the profit of all. Well, yes, he, they, they are given to the pastors for the profit of all, but that's not what he's highlighting here. He says they're given to each one for the profit of all. Amen. It says, for one is given the word of wisdom through the spirit to another, the word of knowledge through the same spirit to another, faith by the same spirit to another, gifts of healing by the same spirit to another, the working of miracles to another prophecy. I feel like he was writing and kind of got to the point where he realized he's saying the same spirit that we ought to have it by then. So he just leaves that off and says, to another working of miracles, but you could add in there the same spirit, amen, to another prophecy, to another discerning of spirits, to another different kinds of tongues, and to another interpretation of tongues. But one and the same spirit works all these things, distributing to just the super, super spiritual prophets and apostles evangelists, teachers and pastors. No, he once again says, "But the but one in the same Spirit works all these things, distributing to who each one individually as He wills." And as something I like that Brother Hagen highlights in this in his book is that that this, this uh, uh, letter was not written to the pastor at Corinth. It wasn't written to to even the the elite uh, the elite saints. Um, let's turn back just so that we can see it. 1 Corinthians chapter one. And it says, uh, Paul, called to be an apostle, I'm in uh, chapter 1, verse 1, uh, of Jesus Christ through the will of God, um, and Sosthenes, our brother. I'm glad I don't have a brother that na- named Sosthenes uh, or Sosthenes or however you would say that. Uh, to the church of God, I would just call him brother so-and-so. You know, that's where brother so-and-so came from. Oh, brother so-and-so. <laughs> I don't know where Brother Hagin got that. <laughs> to the church of God, which is at Corinth. To who? To the church of God, which is at Corinth. He's writing to the church, amen, of God, which is at Corinth. Uh, to, to those who are sanctified in Christ Jesus. How many sanctified ones we have in Christ Jesus? those who are called to be saints. How many saints we have? Hallelujah. With all who are in every place that call on the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord, both theirs and ours. He just, he's just letting them know. This This applies to you. Amen. He, he's saying even though the Church of High Springs isn't there, yet, isn't in, in alive, and, and 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 isn't there yet in history. But it's still to us, to all those who are called, Amen. These these things that he's writing in this in this letter apply to us. It applies to you. It applies to me. Look at your neighbor and it said it applies to you, even you, Amen. He's given he's given these things to each each one. And um, so I just a couple things here. Three reasons why why we want to operate in the gifts of the Spirit. Uh, number one, the word says we can slash should. The word says we can slash should. So that, that ought to be a reason why we would want to operate in the gifts of the Spirit, right? If the word of God says that we should and that we can, then it's something that we ought to, ought to want. Amen? And, and we'll look at it, some scriptures that, that say that. Uh, number two, uh, it makes your prayer life more effective, Right, we're not. We don't want to walk in the gifts of the spirit because because uh, uh, it makes us special. That no, the the gifts of the spirit are tools for the believer to use. Have you ever seen a carpenter out on a framing crew trying to build a house without the tools in his tool belt? Wouldn't that be silly if on the first day of the job the uh, a, a a carpenter gets his tool belt, he gets his hammer, his nails, and 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 his his saw, and all these all these things that are needed to to build a build a house, but he's out there trying to put boards together, lean them up together, kind of stack them in a way. You know the foreman come out and say, "What's going on out here?" "Oh, I'm just trying to build this house." "Oh yeah? Where are the nails?" Oh well, I, I wasn't sure I could use those. Well, what do you think you have the hammer for? Well, that's a brand new hammer. It's pretty sharp. It's pretty nice. You know, I didn't want to. I didn't want to get it all banged up, and, and I, I figured I, I, I would uh, I would keep it just nice and clean until the end of the day. How many of you know that guy wouldn't last too long on the on the job? <laughs> Thankfully, God's not that kind of foreman. Amen. He's long-suffering, full of mercy. Amen. And, and, and he and he's faithful. But but how many know that that equally is odd? It would be weird for for the for the carpenter to. At the end of the night, you know, set up, set the ha- his hammer and his nails up on it on a on a, uh, on, a um, uh, on his mantle at night, and then it's his saw and his and his hammer and his nails, and just and just every night, just be like, wow, man, I, I've got I've got nails and I've got a hammer and I've got no tool, Tools are made to what use. They're not made. They're not made to 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 uh, worship or to to put on a pedestal. They're not made to 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 stay in the in the in the truck or in the in the uh, in the toolbox. No, they're made to be put to use. Amen. And the gifts of the Spirit are the tools for the believer. And we're, what we're highlighting tonight is tools in prayer. And so I just want to encourage you that that you are you. But what is Jesus doing? He's building His church. Amen. And one of the tools that He's equipped you with. In the in the in the uh, uh, job that you've been assigned to in prayer is the gifts of the spirit. Now now the only difference that I would say in in the carpenter in his tools and the and the way the gifts of the spirit work is we have the foreman telling us use that hammer right now. Use those nails right now. Use that saw. We don't just get to pick and choose when we use the gifts of the Spirit because it's as the Spirit wills. But how many many of you know if you're building a house, you're going to need tools to use? Well, if you're praying, if you're going after building the house of God, if you're going after building the church, then the Spirit of God is going to equip you with the gifts of the Spirit that are needed in that moment, in that time, in that session that you're taking to pray and to build His church. He's going to equip you with those gifts of the Spirit right and if you have a lifestyle of 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 building the church shouldn't that be our lifestyle if your life if your lifestyle was a carpenter you know uh um or 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 a construction worker you know or or a construction business you have a storehouse of tools that are available to you right and so in the same way, we have a storehouse of tools. They're called the gifts of the Spirit. They're not the only tools, but they're the ones I'm highlighting tonight, the, the gifts of the Spirit that are available for us to use. Amen. And so we ought to, we ought to want to use them. Amen. And then number three, and this is kind of a, just a, this is the least important reason, but it makes prayer life more exciting. I don't know about you, but I like things that are exciting. You know, uh uh if I if I thought prayer with with Jesus was just one way, I, prayer life to the Father was one way and he never spoke back, that would be that would be a boring conversation. It would be kind of like talking to Rachel sometimes. <laughs> She's giving me the evil eye because sometimes in Gaines, on our way to Gainesville on a date and we haven't talked all week and I'm like Da, 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 filling her in all the all the things that that are going on, and then you know something will happen in traffic where I have to pay attention, and I'll be like, "What was, what was I talking about?" And she'll say, "Everything." <laughs> so don't be like me. I'm sure she has wonderful things to say, but she couldn't get a word in edgewise, right? So don't be like me in prayer. <laughs> Give some space for the Father to talk, Amen. But it make it makes prayer life more exciting. Prayer is communication with with the Father. Prayer is communicating, and 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 very often, even in an assignment of prayer, like Monday nights when we come, we're not just coming to fellowship with the Father. That's not the purpose of the of the meeting, Amen. It's not fellowship night. It's 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 a there's a prayer assignment on Monday nights that we come to pray out for the church, to pray out for the vision, to pray out the plan of God and the purpose of God. But yet there is still a communication that that can take place where as you're praying in the Holy Ghost that your heart is still open to hear the things that the father would have you have you pray about so that we're praying more effectively and amen it's more exciting that way amen so uh, did I give you enough to whet your appetite of why you would why you would uh want to pray pray and and have the gifts of the spirit operating let's turn over to um uh first Corinthians chapter 14 we'll skip 13 for now um I like what Brother Hagan said. He said, if we aren't ignorant of spiritual gifts and we desire them, we'll have more of them. If we're not ignorant of them and we'll desire them, we'll have more of them. That's that's I think that's good advice, because um, if you don't have spiritual gifts operating in your prayer life right now, don't don't all of a sudden feel like, oh, man, I'm just my prayer life must stink. No, know that you can. Amen. It's God's plan for you to have, have the gifts of the Spirit working in your prayer life. Amen. Uh, in 1 in Corinthians chapter 14, verse 1, it says, Pursue love, amen, and desire spiritual gifts, but especially that you may prophesy. For he who speaks in a tongue does not speak to men but to God, for no one understands him. However, in the Spirit he speaks mysteries. Woo, aren't you glad about that? Woo! I tell you, I am thankful for the for being able to pray in the Spirit, to pray in tongues to pray out mysteries, to pray out the plan of God, to pray out the purpose of God. Amen. I'm so grateful. I I, I just, it, if there's one thing that has helped helped me uh, grow and increase, it's, it's a constant flow of praying in the spirit. I tell you what, praying in the spirit causes the word to come more alive to you. If you're not praying in the spirit on a regular basis every single day, even if it's taking 10 minutes to get alone and just pray in the Holy Ghost or on your car ride, man, I encourage you. I, I I, I exhort you, start a lifestyle of praying in the Holy Ghost because I'm telling you, things that these things that we're talking about tonight will open up to you, but the Word of God will begin to open up to you in a fresh way. And, and, it, and, it, and it opens up your heart, amen, to be able to hear the things that God is wanting to show and reveal and say. So if, you, if you're not praying in tongues, man, I encourage you to begin to develop a lifestyle of praying in the Spirit, amen. Hallelujah, you have to brush your teeth every day, right? Well, you can, you can pray in the spirit every day. We've got, my wife is a dental hygienist, and, and you know, the, one of the main things in our house that I hear on a nightly basis to the kids is her preaching the importance of dental hygiene. She is a dental hygienist, and she preaches the, the floss and brush your teeth, floss and brush your teeth. And I've even got an automatic toothbrush that tells me when I'm brushed enough. Enough. It's like because before I was just, uh, I think I got them all clean, you know, And, and you're done. And she's like, No, you're not brushing long enough. I'm like, How do you know? You're not in my mouth, you don't know what's in there. And She was tired of arguing me arguing with me about it, so she got me an automatic toothbrush that tells me when I've brushed enough amen and, and, and after after it dings the you know the fourth time I know, okay, I brushed enough and it's a blessing. amen. but in the same way that you have to brush your teeth on a daily ba- basis to keep your teeth good and usable. Come on, to keep them good and usable, you have good, great teeth that are meant to, for a purpose. But in this, uh, you have to you have to do something to keep them usable. Amen. Well, in the same way, you have you have a, a spirit that's alive unto God. You have faith, amen. That, that even the size of the mustard seed can move mountains. But there's some things we got to do to keep ourselves usable. Amen. Clean and usable. There, that, those that that could go. I won't get off on that. But it be it's good to stay clean and usable. Amen. Hallelujah. Where did I say to go? 1 First, First Corinthians chapter 14. Pursue love and desire. That word, I know this is not news, but, but if, you, if you didn't know, that the, the Greek word there, desire, is actually the same word as covet. Covet spiritual gifts, but especially that you would prophesy. So I believe here that, that the Apostle Paul is telling us that we have a right to desire to covet spiritual gifts. Is that clear to you? Amen. So, if we're allowed to covet them, are we allowed to ask for them? Yeah, I think so. You know, in 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 James, he says, "You have not because you ask not." Or you ask uh, a, a miss uh, so that you can spend it on your pleasure. So if you're asking for the gifts of the Spirit so that you can you can think, oh, look how spiritual I am. Or or I'm really wanting to impress Joby. Lord, give me the gifts of the Spirit so Joby will be impressed with me. You know, then, then you know, you're asking for the wrong reasons. But if you're asking, the Bible says if we ask anything according to his will, He know we know he hears us. And if we know he hears us, we know we have the requests, amen, that we've asked for. Hallelujah. So in the same way way we can use our faith for the gifts of the spirit amen so that's what I'm saying if you if you're not experiencing the gifts of the spirit in your prayer life then you can ask for them even tonight and I believe that if you ask in faith God will respond amen and begin to to reveal to you how to flow with the gifts of the spirit in your prayer life amen and it's okay to ask for them it's okay to desire them amen what it's not okay for is Lord give me a vision tonight how I many you know that that can get you off Lord, I want a vision today in my, in my prayer life. That's where you get off. You don't want to ask because it's as he wills because he knows what the best gift is for the, for the right timing. And if we get off trying to get so, something specific in a certain moment, then we can get off, right? We don't want to get off. We want to stay in the middle of the road. But it's okay to desire the gifts of the Spirit. It's okay to ask for them. Amen? And honestly, uh, many, many of us have already been experiencing the gifts of the Spirit in prayer. And, and, and you've probably, like Brother Doug, just praying up here for the offering, slipped into the, into, into the gift of prophecy and, and uh, began to prophesy. Well, if you pray on a regular basis, that's probably happening to you. But but I believe one of the things about not being ignorant is recognizing what we're doing. And when you're doing something right, I believe there's you can grow a greater yieldedness to that, recognize it, and be able to flow easily with it, more easily with it, right? If I, if I recognize, oh, this is prophecy and, and I and I yield to it to it, because how many of you know when you're just kind of doing fumbling around sometimes you can get in and out and in and out and and yet god god has a stream of prophecy that he might want you to 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 step in and flow with and then and then if you know that's what's going on you can yield greater to it amen and so we want to be able to yield greater to what god is doing and what he's saying in prayer amen cooperate with the spirit of God prophecy um, let me just share just a second what prophecy is it it says right here in verse three but he prophesies speaks what edification exhortation and comfort to men amen well in prayer you know sometimes we're praying where no one else can hear us can you still speak edification and comfort and an exhortation yeah because there's no distance or time in the spirit amen and so you might get over in the spirit and you're praying for somebody and you just say you know say you're praying for your pastors I just prophesy the spirit of prophecy comes on you and you just say Lord I declare they'll be strengthened they'll walk in the in the in the light of the word they'll walk in the light of the glory of God they'll Experience truth. They'll they'll have greater revelation. You get over in a spirit of prophesy prophecy and de- start declaring those things. That's that's edification. Amen. That's building them up. Well, you're not prophesying it to them necessarily, but but you're still prophesying over them because the spirit of God has come on you. Amen. And that builds people up, right? You can you can build you can build people up. Uh, let's. I know I'm going kind of fast because I'm I'm not one to keep y'all here all night, but. Um, Different kinds of tongues. Uh, you know, we we see that uh, different kinds of tongues. Have you ever experienced? These are probably something you've experienced. Your tongue's changes while you're praying on a Monday night. You're praying along, and you're and you're. There's good unction, and everything's flowing well. Then all of a sudden, you get you get a a different tongue that comes up, and it, there's, it's somehow more powerful, or more articulate, or more. Um, uh, ha, has a little different flow to it, and, and you and you're, and you change when you flow with that. Anyone ever experienced that? That's different kinds of tongues. And then sometimes uh, the third third vocal gift is interpretation of tongues, and that happens a lot here on Sundays. But but it also uh, can happen in your prayer life. Where you're praying and and and, uh, and the the tongues change like like I was just talking about. And then all of a sudden there's there's unction after that to begin to to speak out the the this this utterance in English that is an interpretation of what you just prayed out in in, in the spirit. Does that make sense? You know, Brother Hagin said that he he would pray that he would interpret his tongues. And that doesn't mean you, you're going to interpret all your tongues, right? That, that, that would be excess. You're not going to interpret all your tongues. And it's okay to have prayer sessions where you don't have any interpretation. That's totally okay as well. So if you're like, well, I want to step out on these things, but I just keep having prayer sessions where I'm only praying in the Spirit. That's Okay. Sometimes you'll just have a knowing what you're praying about, and there's really no unction to, unction to speak out. That's okay, too. You don't want to start trying to get over to speak unction that's not coming up from the inside. The un, when you have unction to interpret tongues, it'll rise up on the inside of you. It'll come up out of you the same way those, the, that flow of praying in tongues is. Does that make sense? Amen. Is that is that good? Help anybody? Okay. Um, so those are the vocal gifts. A lot of times, um, you know, tongue and interpretation work together, but they don't. But they don't always. Sometimes you can just pray in the spirit. You'll get a you'll get a tongue, and you'll pray it out, and you'll just know on the inside. I'm praying about this in the spirit, but you don't. There's no reason to interpret. There's no. There's nobody listening, and so there's not necessarily a reason to interpret. Well, we just want to flow with how God wants it to be. Amen. Um, the revelation gifts, uh, let's, let's just turn over real, real quick and read, read these again. Um, they're not, uh, in verse eight, it says, um, for one is given the word of wisdom through the spirit to another, the word of knowledge through the same spirit. And then if you, uh, you go down to, um, verse 10, it says, it says, and to another discerning of spirits, this is, these are the three revelation gifts. And, um, the gift of the word of knowledge, like I said, I'll just highlight what it means or what it is, is um, it's not the gift of all knowledge. It's not the gift of of knowing everything. Right. <laughs> um, but it's a it's a gift of word of knowledge. It means God's letting you know some some part of something. And um, and the way that Brother Hagin uh, describes it, I'll just read his definition um, it's, it's uh, right here it says um, that he imparts a word of knowledge to us. It's about a person, place, or a thing. It's, it's, a, it's a thought in the mind of God about a person, place, or thing, something that's either presently happened or, or happened in the past. Um, a word of wisdom is something that that god wants to do in the future right so a word of a word of knowledge is something that's happened either in the present or in the past is happening in the present or it happened in the past a word of wisdom is something that's going to happen in the future and so what what's the point of this well didn't didn't Jesus say that the spirit of god will lead and guide us into all truth that he would show us the things that are to come amen well why does he do that just so that we we have we're walking around a bunch of people that know what's going to happen because he he just wants a bunch of uh, people knowing the future? No, there's a purpose behind it because if he's revealing something, there's a purpose, there's something to do with it. God doesn't just reveal things just to reveal them. He doesn't just show you something just because he wants to let you in on, on a secret. No, God reveals these things. The gifts of the Spirit are in operation so that something can happen. Amen. So that so that a part of the plan of God can be accomplished or so that something in your family can take place or something that the enemy ha, has, in, has in store, a trap or something like that, that, that can be avoided. Amen. And God reveals these things to us in prayer because, because he's wanting us to either... Either take authority over it or to or to uh Declare what does it say in Matthew chapter 18? He says, "Whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. Whatever you loosen on earth will be loosed in heaven." Well, there's some things that need to be bound, and there's some things that need to be loose. But if we don't know what they are, then how can we effectively bind or loose? Amen. But God has given us tools to use, tools to flow with, tool, tools to operate in, so that we can be effective in binding and loosing on this earth, so that we can be uh, to, that we can bring heaven to earth, so that we can cause the things that are in heaven, the things. That God has in store, the things about this church, the things about your family, the things about about your workplace. How do you know God will even reveal things about your workplace? Amen. He He'll reveal things that help you. Amen. If you'll begin to pray, if you'll begin to yield, if you'll begin to believe God for the gifts of the Spirit, He will give those things to you. Amen. You know, just this past week, I had um. I had a, a, a renter call, and there was an issue with their with their dishwasher, and um, and so they text me. There's an issue with with the dishwasher. It's not draining right, and um, and it was it was Tuesday morning. I was about to. Sp- Take some time to set aside to pray for the church um, and and so I was like, you know kind of like, well, do I need to go take care of this now and uh, they said no it 's not a big deal so i said okay i 'll get to it probably Saturday. Well, I went to go and pray, start praying i 'm praying for the church and some of the other things that God put has on my heart on my prayer list for the week and so i 'm taking some time to pray for those things and and right in the middle of of praying for those things, I see a picture in my heart of the drain in the dishwasher. And I'm like, okay. I'm like, Lord, what is that? And he said, that's the problem with the dishwasher. Write it down so you won't forget it, and let's get on with the prayer. Prayer. <laughs> How many of you know that that God even cares about the simple things in your life? He cares about. He's he is he affection affectionately cares for us. So even the things that that you got to handle in business, God will help reveal and show things. If you have a flow of prayer, what was what was that? That was a word of knowledge which came in vision form. Because words words of knowledge can come in in a lot of different ways. Inward knowing can come in vision, can come in dream can come through prophecy or tongue interpretation right the the word of knowledge can come in a bunch of different ways well it it just came as a quick flash in my heart and a quick vision um, that I saw and then he said let's get on with the prayer so we I had a good time of prayer and I I typed that out okay drain da 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 and so Saturday I I swung by there um, and opened up the drain cleaned it out hit the drain button on the dishwasher it drained perfectly well, what was what was that? That was a word of knowledge, right? And and, and so what I'm just saying is, it, the, well, brother, I don't care about words of knowledge because I'm just not that spiritual. Well, God cares about even the natural things. What was it when Jesus when the taxes needed to be paid and Jesus Jesus told Peter, he said, "Go get go get a fishing line, throw it in, right? And the first fish that you bring up will have a have a coin in its mouth. Go pay yours and my taxes. Amen." Well, well. Why would God use a, a word of knowledge for, for something natural like taxes? Because God cares about every single part of our lives. And if we're not careful, we spiritualize certain things and then, and then don't spiritualize other things. And then, and then we, we cut God out of parts of, of, of our life that he wants to move in and he wants to operate in. And that's why I'm just trying to encourage some, some of us tonight so that we will, we will open up our hearts and begin to expect God to do the things that he said that we ought to covet. Amen. Hallelujah. Um and so uh you know I'll just I'm trying to hurry a little bit here cuz we're getting close to 8 cuz brother Doug just prophesied so long in the pr- prayer uh, over offering. <laughs> um you know you can write this down Acts uh, chapter 10 verse 9 through 23. Um Peter he's he's goes up on the roof to pray. Notice that he goes up on the roof to what? To pray and has a vision, and, ha- and God speaks to him through the vision. It was what? A word of knowledge, right? And then, um, and uh, you can write this, this down as well. Revelations chapter 1, verse 10 through 20. John uh, was in the Spirit on the Lord's day, right? He was in the spirit. He was probably what praying. You don't really just get in the spirit and just by sitting there very often, do you? <laughs> you don't get in the spirit, uh, eating lunch usually. It's usually you're taking time set aside to pray, amen. Well, in 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 Revelations, he's it was in the spirit on the Lord's day and he and he had a vision, amen. So, these things, these things are our are, are New Testament, right? Um. Well, that's two apostles, Brother Steve. This, that, that's not, you know, that doesn't speak to me. Well, what about Ananias? Uh, in Ch- Acts chapter 9, verse 10, you can write that down, and I'll just read, read the uh, verse. You can read the account later. It says, and there was a certain disciple, disciple, right, disciple, not a prophet, not a, not a pastor, not a teacher, not an evangelist, right? Uh, there was a certain disciple at Damascus named Ananias, and to him said the Lord in a vision... Amen, and you can read the account later. But the word of knowledge came to a layman through a vision, right? Well, am I am I just saying, hey, you know, you need you need to be having visions? No, it doesn't matter how the word of knowledge comes. That's not what's important. What the, what's important is that you're open to what God would have to say. Amen. And so so I I encourage you. Word word of knowledge, um, word of wisdom What's the other one, discerning of spirits. Um, this is this isn't. Uh, just the discerning of evil spirits, Amen. It's not just looking for demons around every corner. It's not the discerning of people, Amen. Amen. Many times people uh, think the discerning of spirits is, well, I I discern they haven't an, have an evil intent. No, that that that's called the natural mind that needs to be renewed in the love of God. That's why wrapped in in the verses, the chapters in on the gifts of the Spirit, chapter twelve. Um, and chapter fourteen, what is what does he talk about in chapter thirteen? Love. Let everyone say it with me. Love. He's speaking on love uh, in between those because it's it's if you aren't careful, you can get off and 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 use try to try to be spiritual, but really all you're doing is being fleshly. Um, so, the discerning of spirits is not the discerning of people's intents or people's character or people's faults, right? Uh, Peter said, love co- covers covers a multitude of sins, amen? So, the discerning of spirits isn't trying to figure out what somebody's doing wrong. The, the, that's not what the gifts of the spirit are for, amen? Um, but the discerning of spirits is, is a... Um, is a, is a viable gift that God will sometimes use while you're praying in the spirit. And, and you need to be open to it. If you see or, or have an inward knowing that there is something, uh, an evil spirit that's behind something, then you have authority over that. The, God doesn't show show you these things because for us to be scared of the devil or to be concerned or worried. If that comes, then then you're probably you're probably hearing from the wrong spirit. But you ought to, if you uh, sense. Let's say you're praying for a brother or sister in Christ, and, and you you discern. Like I, the, I'll just give you an example. Um, I pray. My dad had surgery on his knee of, uh, several years back, and we prayed for him. Uh, Because he was having some issues with there was there it was swelling and there was a fever in his knee and 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 there was there was uh, some some uh, issues there. So I went and 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 prayed for him. You know, I said, I'm gonna come over and pray for him. And I prayed for him and and, you know, I called him and checked on it and said, hey, how's it going? He's like, well, really, it's no better. Well, that didn't sit well with me. Uh, it, it, you know, sometimes you can say, "Well, uh, we know it's healed, and there's no urgency or anything." But there was a prick in my heart about that, and I was like, "That doesn't sit well with me. That his knee isn't getting better after we know we're believing God, and and his knee's not getting better, but it's rather growing worse, right? That's not a, that's not a good thing, amen." And so, so I went to go to pray about it. I went home and I spent some time just praying in the Holy Ghost about it, right? Because I wasn't satisfied that it wasn't doing wasn't getting better. So I began to pray in the Holy Ghost. And so I prayed probably not super long, maybe 15, 20, 30 minutes, somewhere in, in, that, in that range. And all of a sudden, I, in, in the spirit, I saw his knee and I saw a little, a little demon grabbing onto his knee, holding onto his knee, a little uh, imp-looking thing. And it was just a flash. You know, sometimes we, we're, we, we're looking for these supernatural uh, uh, things to be spectacular. I've learned that the supernatural is not, is not near as spectacular as you imagined it would be. Instead, it feels very much just like being at home with the Lord. There's just a sense of of, of ease and peace when the, these things happen. It's not like, oh wow, there's a demon there. No, that 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 is not how the how the spirit of God works. It's very it's very uh, less super less spectacular than than you would expect it to be. We're not looking for the spectacular, but we want the supernatural. Amen. And if you look for the spectacular, you can get off. Amen. We're not trying to get off. We want to stay in the middle of the road, but. But anyway, uh, I saw—I just saw a flash in my heart of this demon, and as soon as I did, I just knew on the inside I can take authority over that. And so I just took authority. I said, "In the name of Jesus, you stop and you flee from, from my father. In the name of Jesus, you go, and there'll be no, there'll be no more problems." And and you know, peace just came. Right? We still—even when you're flowing in the gifts of the Spirit, you you follow the inward witness. You follow what God's doing on the inside. You don't get off in here trying to hear voices or doing anything like that. It's that inner peace, that inner witness. His spirit bears witness with our spirit. That's how he leads all the time, amen. Even when you're operating in the gifts of the spirit, it's still leading on the inside, right? Amen. And so I had peace come in. Well, so I kind of didn't even think about it for the next couple hours. I had some stuff to do. And then I called my dad after a couple hours, asked him, say, hey, how's it it going? How's that knee doing? He said, you know what? It's much better better it's the the fever's gone and so well just out of curiosity what time did you notice the fever fever leaving your knee and he said he said oh right about two o'clock probably and, and which was the same exact time that I had been praying and took authority over that spirit well what, what was the purpose was it so that so that we could have a, a, spir- a spiritual you know experience no there was a purpose because God wanted dad healed right and, and when, when you're doing something and, and you're following the word and obeying what God has said and operating in faith and things aren't changing, sometimes you can get over and pray in the spirit and God will reveal what's going on behind the scenes so that you can, you can have the victory that he's already provided. That's what the discerning of spirits is for. Now, sometimes, you know, it's not just about demons. Sometimes it's angels as well. And sometimes angels, angels are around because there's an assignment for them to carry out. Well, if, you, if you're praying along in the Holy Ghost and you sense that there's, there's an angel there or, and, and, and you don't know what it's there for, ask the Holy Ghost. What's this angel here for? Right? What's this angel here for? Any time that 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 has happened with me, I just sent. I just asked Lord, "What's this angel here for, Lord?" And He said, "There's an assignment for Him to do." I remember one time after camp. This was several years ago. Um, we had one of those laughing services. Amen. Where you're just drunk in the spirit and you're just going after the going after it. And and we all went back. Me, Drew, and 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 I think PG, and I don't remember who else. But we all went back to to the uh, uh, um, dorm because the Spirit of God wasn't done using us. He wasn't done uh, speaking, amen. And so we just wanted to get aside. And so we're laughing and, and, and praying. And then we got over into praying in the Holy Ghost, right? And then all of a sudden, as, as we were laying there praying, it was like the, the, the roof disappeared, the ceiling disappeared, and there were just these angels there. It wasn't that I had an open vision, you understand, but in my spirit, I just knew there's angels here. And, and so I was like, Lord, what are all these angels here for? Because, you know, I, once again, God doesn't just show us things because he wants to show us things. He shows us things for a purpose. Amen. He reveals things for a purpose. So when I saw that, he said, those are angels that you can send out into your future so that you can accomplish, so that they can set things up that you have to accomplish. And so, you know what I did? I just said, hey, guys, there's a bunch of angels here. We didn't say, ooh, angels need you know, oh, we're super special. Angels are here. No. I said, there's some angels here that have showed up because, we, because we've yielded to the Spirit. And God said we can send them out into our future to accomplish, uh, to set things up that, w- that he's called us to accomplish. And you know what we did? We just said, angels, in the name of Jesus, go out. You know, pastor does this same thing every time he prays over, over the offering. Have you heard him say that? In the name of Jesus, enemy, you take your hand off of our money. Amen. And angels, go out. And cause increase and blessing to come. Well, that's, that's what angels are for. The Bible says that angels are given sp- sen- simply to minister for those that will inherit salvation. So if, if you know that an angel is there, cool, that's great. What is he there for? Ask the Holy Ghost. And a lot of times he'll just give you simple, simple directions so that the angel can go out and do the thing that God is wanting him to do. How many of you know that God still needs us to, to speak and to declare, to bind and to loose? He has angels that are ready to do things that, that for the church, amen, for those that will inherit, inherit salvation, we need to be aware when he wants to highlight that, uh, amen? I'm not looking for angels every service. I'm not looking under the, the, the chairs to see if there's an angel. I'm not, I'm not walking in my bedroom and saying, where's the angel, Lord? No, that's weird, right? That's off. That's getting off. But when but I will say this I told the Lord uh, uh, 5 or 6 years ago maybe a little longer it was when Dr. Dufresne was here when when he was talking about angels I said Lord when there's an angel in the room I want to know it because I I want to be sensitive to what the spirit of God's doing and I told him, and in the same service I said Lord if Jesus is in the room I want to know it Amen. And, and I want to be aware. I want I desire the things of the spirit. Amen. I'm not saying, Lord, show me, show yourself to me right now. Lord, let me see an angel right now. No, that's off. That's getting that's getting off in, into error. But we ought to covet the gifts of the spirit. Amen. We ought to desire earnestly the gifts of the spirit. And no one is exempt from operating in the gifts of the spirit. And that's really what I want to encourage you on tonight is that there's nobody that's exempt that, that that can't operate and flow with the gifts of the spirit. If you desire the gifts of the spirit, if you have an earnest desire and you ask in faith, God will begin to use, use you to operate in the gifts of the spirit in your prayer life. And your prayer life is an awesome opportunity to start operating and flowing in, in the gifts of the spirit. Amen. I, uh, I'll share one more, just one more story on discerning of spirits. Um, a, about three years ago, um, Ella was learning to swim, and uh, she she was doing a real good job. Had a real good, uh, real good um, was just swimming real good. But all of a sudden, I had this sense that she was going to drown, and I just picked it up in the spirit, you know. And and I was I was I wasn't really being super aware. Have you ever picked up something in the spirit and you just didn't really? do what you're supposed to do with it. <laughs> and so for about 2 weeks, anytime she would be planning on swimming, I would share with with my share with my mom, mom, I have this sense that there you know, Ella's going to drown. Watch her really good. Just make sure you watch her in the pool. Then when when she was going to swim with with I think with Brittany uh, one day I think I shared the same thing, "Hey, I have this sense that she's going to drown. So please watch her really good." You know, that that's that's good to do. But how you know, the Lord wasn't just showing me that so I could tell people to be extra careful, but I was a little hard of hard of hearing, amen. And so then then uh she was going to swim at my my in-laws' house and I'm just bold with my with my in-laws, you know, they're not they're not believers yet, but they're going to be, amen. But I just I'm bold with them and I and and they're hippies, so nothing really really uh, scares them too much. But uh <laughs> but I just bold, boldly said I said, "Hey, listen. The Lord is has, is showing me that that the, uh, that Ella, there's gonna be attack on Ella, and she's gonna, and she might she might drown, and I just want you to be very careful to, to watch her and make sure she doesn't drown. She's like, oh, you have you have an intuition? I said, yeah, the spirit of God, the spirit of God is 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 pricking my heart about that, and um and she said, oh, okay, well um I'll make sure to watch her good, you know, and so I get in my truck and I'm leaving leaving, and this has been two weeks of this. How of you know as a dad with your daughter, that's starting to get on your nerves, right? And, and so finally, I just got tired enough, sick and tired of this, this, this sense that she was, something was going to happen. And I, I began to pray about it. Should have started with that. <laughs> but I'm sometimes a little slow to get it. But, but, I, but I get in the truck and I just said, Lord, what is the deal with this sense that my daughter's going to die drowning? I'm like, I'm having to, to tell my grandma, you know, her grandma this. And, and I said, this, you know, what is the deal with this? And he said, well, you haven't prayed any about it. And I said, you're right, I haven't. Let's do that. So on the, way, it's on the way to work, I'm just starting to pray in the Holy Ghost, right? And, it, and after about halfway to work, I just, I just knew in my spirit. It wasn't a vision, but I knew in my spirit. There's Sometimes the gifts of the Spirit become because there's a knowing on the inside. In my spirit, I knew there's an attack of, of the enemy. There's a demon that's been sent to try to take her life. Well, as soon as I knew that, I knew in the name of Jesus, I take authority over that demonic assignment over my daughter's life. And, and you must stop right now in the name of Jesus. You can't put your hands on my daughter. Flee in the name. And as soon as I did that, peace came. That left, that that was gone. Amen. It didn't even take a long time of prayer. But I'm just encouraging you to be sensitive to what's going on because the Lord is trying to help us. Amen. He's trying to take us into a a deeper place. He's trying to take us into new territory. And the gifts of the Spirit are there for us to operate in and to cooperate with. I think that's a better way to say it. The gifts of the Spirit are there for us to cooperate with because the Holy Spirit wants to cooperate with us in, in having everything that God has for us and taking the place that God has for us to take. Like Pastor was saying this morning, it's high time. A lot of these things we know, Amen. We know in, in in the sense that we we could probably you could probably quote most of what I said tonight, but it's not so much in the knowing as it is in the doing. And like pastor was saying, if it's, we know a lot of things, but it's high time that we take our place and we take our place in of authority. We take our place in prayer. We take our place as sons and daughters of God and operate in all the things that he's called us to operate so that we can have everything that he's called us to have and affect everyone he's called us to affect. Amen. Well, let's just thank the Lord. Father, we thank you for the plan of God. We thank you for the purpose of God. Lord, we thank you for your heart towards us, Lord, that you have given us and equipped us father God with the things of the spirit that we would be effective in prayer father we just thank you even right now Lord that 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 there is a new ground for us to take in this area and so we desire father like the word says we desire we earnestly covet the gifts of the spirit hallelujah father we earnestly desire the gifts of the spirit we earnestly desire the best gifts the gifts that are needed the gifts that, that you want to operate in, us to operate in, Father. We earnestly desire those things. And, Father, I just ask you that you would stir in our hearts a fresh desire in prayer, a fresh, a fresh urgency, a fresh hunger in prayer, Father God, that we would take the place that you've called us to as a church in prayer. Oh, Father, there's more There's more for us, and we're grateful for it. Hallelujah. Praise God. Let's just all close our eyes just for a second, and if you just if you want more of this, you want to walk in in more of this, just you just lift your hand, and I'm just I'm just gonna pray over us as a church. Hallelujah, Father right now, you see these hungry hearts. Hallelujah. You see the desire that's being shown, Father God. You see the desire of our hearts, Lord. And Lord, you said that if we would desire these and ask for them, Father God, it's according to your will. It's according to your word, Father God. And right now, I just proclaim in the name of Jesus, Father, that the gifts of the Spirit would begin to operate in these hungry hearts in a greater way, in a greater measure, Father, that that the leading of the Spirit would be more clear, that it would be more more recognizable, Father God, that it would be easier to pick up on, and Father, a greater sensitivity in the Spirit, a greater sensitivity in prayer, a greater sensitivity in prayer assignments, a greater sensitivity, Father God, to follow the leading of the Holy Ghost. Father, I thank you that the Holy One resides on the inside, that they have an unction from the Holy One, and they know all things. Father, I just declare that right now, Father, that grace is coming upon them for a higher place in the Spirit. a higher place in prayer, a higher place of authority. Father, we thank you for it. We give you the glory. Well, let's just thank him. Father, we thank you. We thank you. We thank you. (laughs) More, Jesus. More, Father. More. More of your spirit. More of your goodness. More of your mercy. More of your love. More of your grace, Lord. We want more, and we thank you for it. We give you all the glory and all the honor and all the praise hallelujah in the name in the name in the name in the name that's above every name hallelujah we give you glory hallelujah amen 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 hallelujah hallelujah well, praise god be expecting amen be expecting glory to god for god to begin to speak and to show and to reveal that's what he wants to do amen